Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink, because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to our Sierra Unfiltered live show! <laughs> Hey friends! <laughs> we are coming to you guys from Escondido, California with about 370 of our lovely podcast listeners and fans and supporters and viewers who are here to celebrate a million subscribers with us. So thank you guys for being here. Um, I think we're going to try to keep this kind of the way that we normally would for a podcast. So, uh, Skylar, what you drinking? Ooh, I'm drinking water, but that will be very loud ASMR in all of your ears if I actually drink it. So, oh, Sierra's going for it. I drink quietly. You can do a quiet drink. <laughs> let's try. Let's try. Or just do a really obnoxious slurp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> So we are drinking water because we are on a stage and we are theater people and we respect the rules. So. Theater is a patron of the arts. I feel like Miss Jarvis. Miss Jarvis? Jarvis? <laughs> <laughs> I first I thought you were quoting like Shakespeare or something. No, and then I was like, no, she's definitely Jarvis. quoting High School Musical. That's actually in the Q&A before the show. Someone asked uh, who I would want to play me in a, like a movie about my life. I'm going to say Miss Jarvis. Like not the actress who plays Miss Jarvis. But the Ms. character. <laughs> um, so Skylar, would you like to give your hot take? Ooh, yeah. My hot take is actually really pertinent to today's occasion. Okay. My hot take is that I do not think that every show deserves a standing ovation. Ooh. Like, I honestly, I don't think this show deserves a standing ovation, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, it's just us chilling on a couch. Like, stay seated. Like, we are. Like, I, we're not doing anything athletic. <laughs> there's no, there's no nothing. I, we saw a show last weekend. I won't say the name of the show because I don't want to drag it. Um, but it was bad. <laughs> it was, I almost fell asleep during the show. Like, it just was not wasn't a banger and I everyone was standing up around me and I was like I guess I have to like I I appreciate that the the production team worked so hard on it obviously the actors are there every night grinding it out but it just like was a real miss for me <laughs> personally and Kyle thought the same but I think that like standing ovation should be reserved for shows where you're like oh my god 
Like, this has changed my life. I have to get out of my seat physically. This is so exciting. Yeah, I feel like you should be wanting to jump out of your seat. Like, when we saw Hadestown, everyone just, like, boom, popped up. And I feel like if you ever have to be like, oh, do I have to? Maybe just stay in your seat. seat. Um, Should we gauge? Uh, Who agrees? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, Who disagrees? Oh. (laughs) All right. It seems like more people agree with you. Wow. Okay. Thanks, guys. (laughs) So my hot take. This is one I think you're going to like a lot. I haven't heard her hot take. You have not. (laughs) My hot take is that RuPaul's Drag Race is the superior reality show of all reality shows. I agree. The only amendment I'll make to that is Survivor. No. (laughs) It's about RuPaul's Drag Race. Has anyone here watched the UK version that just came out? (laughs) Two people who were not very enthusiastic. I feel like that's all you need. They just had the UK finale, and Kyle and I were, like, laying in bed watching it, and I was like, I think I'm going to go get a water. And he's like, they're about to crown, like, the first ever, like, Mm. America's superstar or whatever. And I just didn't really care about it. Mm. I feel like RuPaul's Drag Race is so superior in every category, but I do feel like they're starting to make a lot of them. Like, it's Mm. all stars all the time. It's, I don't know. See, I just got into it. Skylar, Skylar and I. I'm a pusher. (laughs) I'm a pusher, Katie. I'm a pusher. Skylar always tries to get me into her shows, and I'm usually kind of like, okay, I'll put it on my watch list, sure. But no, she literally, pushed. like, two days ago, we were sitting at lunch, and I was telling Sierra about, do any of you guys watch The Good Place? <laughs> Woo! I was telling her, I was like, I feel like you would love it. Like, Kristen Bell, tell Ted Danson. And I was telling her about, like, some of the funny uh, caricatures in it. And she just was, like, glazed over. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to stop talking, because I know you're never going to watch my show recommendation. But I watched RuPaul's Drag Race on your recommendation. I know. And the next th- one we have to get her into is Westworld. I think I would like Westworld, so I'll go with that. I don't think she'd be into Game of Thrones, but Westworld... I feel like. Okay. Maybe I'll, uh, since you did so well with RuPaul's Drag Race, um, <laughs> I will watch Westworld. <laughs> um, do we get a bump date today? Ooh. What is my bump date? I guess this is my baby's first time ever in the spotlight, which is really <laughs> exciting. I have teched a couple shows since I've been pregnant, so it's not my baby's first time ever on stage, but. I feel like he's like rolling around in there. It's Aww. it's really cool. We're gonna have to be extra careful not to say his name. Yes, I um, almost said it. I felt it coming on my <laughs> lips, and I was like, nope, we've nope, been, nope, nope, nope. We've been saying it a lot on the podcast, and then just like cutting it out. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> if you guys hear it, you guys are in the loop. This is a safe space. This is a safe <laughs> space. We're all friends here. Um. Okay. So the topic of today's podcast is kind of a walkthrough of what, where we were at the beginning of our experience on social media to now today here with you guys, a million subscribers. We kind of grew up on like the very beginning of people who grew up online. So like my little yeah. brother is here, he's 17. He had Instagram when he was like 10. Yeah, we same didn't really with my little sister. Of right. it's, it's these people who grow up in, I feel like back when we were young, it was kind of like the Wild West of yeah. like we um, were reviewing some of our old posts, which we'll get into later. <laughs> um, but they were just kind of crazy of like, I can't believe that my friends were posting that on my wall when I was 13. <laughs> like, that's just. And so I feel like it's been it's been really cool and really interesting to be in this like kind of weird middle generation where we didn't 
grow up with it, but kind of. Well, and we had it before. Now, when kids go on Instagram or Facebook, like their parents are on there. Yeah. Parents were not on the internet. Yeah. And I definitely would not have posted some of the things I posted <laughs> if my parents were on the internet. <laughs> and I feel like before Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all those things, we did get to have like Club Penguin and like Neopets. <laughs> See, I was a Neopets girl. I was not a Club. I, I recently was able to find the password and username to my Neopets account. And I had a field day. I was playing Mirka Chase, Passy oh. Bounce. I was going on some fairy quests. It was fantastic. Also, some BTS for you guys. I found, because when Sierra was maybe like 17 or 18, a little too old to be on Neopets, she messaged me one night at like midnight and said, your skeeth is so hot, I want to touch its soft, moist skin. And then she got banned from Neopets. <laughs> and I have a screenshot of it, but it says her username and she was like, we can't put that up on the screen because then everyone's gonna know my Neopets account. I don't want everyone to find my Neopets. That's like, that could be it's a like security her, It's track. her only safe space on the internet. Yeah, it's my Neopets. <laughs> so if you find it, add me as a Neo friend. <laughs> but um, did anyone else, I, I feel like this was a thing. Again, on that line of getting like banned on Neopets, of people just like in Club <laughs> I think Penguin. That's a you thing. That's a me thing. But okay, anyone yell out if you did this. On, the, on Club Penguin, you'd like go in your little igloo and then you just type like a curse word and you'd be like, I'm alone in here, no one can find. Thanks, see? Thank you. Did you get banned? Right? Oh, yeah. But it was still so fun, it never took away the satisfaction. <laughs> Sitting the, in your little igloo, just like beep, 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 beep. The real question is did your parents pay for you to get like upgraded puffles? <gasps> you did? Two wow. glorious years of upgraded puffles. That's the tea. I feel like that's like pure happiness. When your parents are like, I will pay for an internet game, that was the best feeling in the entire world. Another one of the like earliest, I wouldn't even say social media, but like messaging apps is, do you remember, do you remember a Nintendo DS? <gasps> PictoChat? PictoChat. You'd like, my cousins are here. We would like be <laughs> at my grandma's house, like sitting in the same room, just like drawing things on PictoChat. And then like, anyone else? Yes? <laughs> Recently, I saw a tweet, and I was like, wow, I've never related more. It was like, when you're 12 years old and really emo, so you just black out the screen on your <laughs> <laughs> Was that like a shared experience that we all had? I feel like I always see those things. I felt, wow, I sound like a grandma. Mom, I always see those things on the internet. But I feel like we all had like a communal childhood. <laughs> I'm like, how weird that we were all like blacking out the screens on our Nintendo DS when we were angsty. Oh my gosh. So after the Neopets and the Club Penguin and the Picto Chat, we, what was your first like social media? So I think I might have had a MySpace for a minute, but I wasn't very into it. Okay. You were into it. I, so when I was 13, <laughs> no, I was, yeah, I was 13. I made a MySpace when my parents had explicitly told me I was not allowed to have a MySpace. But I was at my friend Hannah's house. Thank you for getting me in trouble with my MySpace, Hannah. She's here. <laughs> Um, and she was like, we should make you a MySpace, let's do it. So I made this fake email, because I knew that my parents would see the MySpace email in my email. Then about a week later, my mom, I didn't log out of my email on the family computer, and she saw it, and she sent an email to my like secret email address that was like, you must think you're so cool, <laughs> hiding from your parents, making a MySpace. Why are you making Lori sound like Mother Gothel? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? 
That's it was literally like a nice soccer coach. <laughs> she is. <laughs> Shout out to Coach Lori. But to, at my time, at, at the time, I remember sitting in my bedroom, reading that email, like, oh my gosh, my life is over. My life is over. So my parents call me into the room. They're like, you know, we're disappointed in you for having a MySpace. Why did you want to have one? And I explain it to them, and they're like, okay, you can keep your MySpace under these parameters. They gave me some rules, like they got to have my password. One of the parameters was my dad was like, you have to let me print out your MySpace page. And at the time, I was like, that's weird. Well, okay, sure. Like, well, I want to print out, like, my MySpace is super cool. Um, <laughs> and I had completely forgotten about this until we were planning this podcast. And my dad sent me the printout of my MySpace. Do we want to pull it up? <laughs> So I'm going to stand up here so that I can point it out to you. It's like I'm doing a TED Talk. Welcome to my TED Talk about MySpace. <laughs> Welcome to my MySpace. So that photo is me and my friend Hannah. As you can see, the S in Sierra is a dollar sign. Because <laughs> I was really cool. Was this pre-Kesha? This, this was Kesha. Was this yeah. Kesha? Because it okay. says it was 2009. So this was like me, 13-year-old, like getting ready to go to the school dance. Like, I'm in love, Barbara, uh, 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 with my crew. You know, you guys know. <laughs> Um, so it says I'm 13, and then my bio here, the only thing I blacked out is just some names of people, I had like listed names of my friends who I didn't want to message and get permission for, but my two best friends at the time, I'm still pretty close with, Kendall and Hannah, Hannah's here, so I left their names in there, and I'm going to read you my first ever MySpace bio. So it says, and just so you know, it is incredibly hard for me to do this, so here you go. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Sierra. I live in Southern Cali. I'm in seventh grade. I'm smart, but sometimes I say the stupidest things. Still true. I'm a really nice person, but sometimes I need to think before I speak. Also still true. At least I was self-aware. Um, if you're nice to me and don't talk bad about people, then I will love you. If, if I like you, you'll know it. And if I don't, then there's a reason. <laughs> don't feel special if you can make me laugh because I laugh at everything. I have the best friends in the world. Uh, uh, I love my friends so much. And then I list their names. And of course, my two main girlies, Kendall and Hannah, and then I list out what I'm sure I at the time thought were such unique things that we do, which are so incredibly basic. And the fact that I thought these were like unique to us is ridiculous. So I say things like, we never fight. We laugh till we cry. We tell each other everything. We spent hours just laying in the grass eating Big League Chew. <laughs> we are all totally different, but we think the same. We live in the moment. We get each other through anything and everything. We take way too many pictures and make too many bracelets. Was I a Visco girl? <laughs> <laughs> we have no secrets. So if you're going to tell one of us something, you might as well tell the all I'll tell all three because we will tell each other anyway. I am so glad we were not friends with this time. <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> we paint random things. We play plastic instruments. We eat strawberries. Wait, hold on. I want to circle back to we play plastic instruments. I feel like that's still very you. Yeah. One time we went to Mexico with the boys. Oh, gosh, not this story. <laughs> well, Go for it, go for it. You don't know what story I'm going to tell. <laughs> I was just going to say that Sierra got, we all were, like, getting souvenirs. I think I got, like, some seashells and whatever. 
Sierra got a hot pink plastic accordion and she proceeded to play it for the entire trip, um, the entire way home, and then it was in her filming backdrop as like an aesthetically pleasing thing for like the first two years of her channel. I remember coming on board and being like, hey, so I have a note about your backdrop. <laughs> Maybe we don't have the pink plastic accordion. Did everyone like the pink plastic accordion in the backdrop back then? Yes, thank you. See, they're just being nice to you. <laughs> I mean, it's probably true. Sierra, you have to read the rest. Oh, do I have you to? You eat strawberries. I eat strawberries. <laughs> um, we dance in the pouring rain. We get together and we go insane. You don't know, she doesn't know. Roll, I have no idea what that means. That must've been some dumb inside joke. Also, what does it mean when we get together, we go insane? <laughs> Like, I'm a little scared for the neighborhood's safety. You out there with your plastic instruments just going insane with Eating Hannah. Eating Big League Chew. And strawberries. We've been through drama, which is funny because I said we never fight, so I don't know what drama. <laughs> We've been through drama, breakups, tears, laughs, and wrestling matches, and they just make us closer. And here is my favorite part of the whole thing. At the bottom, it says, who I'd like to meet. And I, at 13 years old, sitting there in Hannah's bedroom, wrote, a guy actually worth my time. <laughs> I like the dot, dot, dot that follows. Well, I wanted someone else to pop in and be like, I'm worth your time. <laughs> also, just the premise of MySpace scares me. We were talking about this. We uh, went to New York, what was it, a month ago? Yeah. And we filmed a video where we lived like Gossip Girl for a day, which is very fun. And we were sitting there, and Sierra was reminding me that you used to have, was it a top eight? Yes. How that was horrifying. <laughs> you had to rank your friends? And then what if you didn't even make the list? <laughs> like, I, I am shook. Well, and then there were people <laughs> who would have like a top 50. And they would just rank like everyone they know. <laughs> that would be me. But I would just list everyone under every category. I'd be like, you're number one, cool. number one, number one, number one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So in solidarity with Sierra, I didn't have my MySpace, but I did have access to my old Facebook. So I, if we want to pull it up, I found an ABC about me. <laughs> um. I'm just gonna read some of the highlights. Uh, crushing on, ha ha, the world will never know, dot dot dot, but realistically this hot guy in my math class. <laughs> Apparently the world knows. <laughs> I just, I cannot. Um, also a highlight, uh, in love with hot surfer dude, smiley face, ha ha, JK, my family. <laughs> Like, maybe my mom was, mom, were you getting onto Facebook at this time? Were you seeing this? No. <laughs> <laughs> mom, so you weren't trying to impress her. Yeah, I guess I was just like, I love my family. <laughs> I'm like a Kardashian. <laughs> like, um, what else? Oh, okay, so I'm a little nervous about this one. It says, killed someone. They wrote, yes, dot, dot, dot. Well, not immortal, dot, dot, dot. If anyone listened to the po one of the podcasts, Skylar mentioned that when she was like 12, she used to, th <laughs> she, used to think she was a Greek demigod. <laughs> she was really into Percy Jackson and she would go on like Greek demigod like forums and be like, I'm just the daughter of Aphrodite. There's nothing I can do about it. So no, is that what you meant? That's not, I didn't think I was the daughter of, you're thinking about that because of our conversation that I wasn't gonna bring up. But 
we, when I was scrolling through my old Facebook, there was this guy who kept posting on my wall, and I was like, I know I don't know this guy, but why is like every day he posted and was like, haha, looking good, like on my wall? And so I clicked on him and I realized he was a guy that I had met in a demigod chat group <laughs> when I was like 13. And I remember he like very clearly, he thought he was the son of Hephaestus, which if you know Greek mythology, Hephaestus is like the guy who gets thrown off of Mount Olympus and is like deformed and like loveless. Like all the other gods are like, I'm Zeus, I'm hot. Hephaestus is like, you're setting your standards low. And also this is the internet. Like you could catfish, like maybe <laughs> pick a better god. And I, I thought I was the Greek demigod of Apollo, but I remember he would always be like, Haha, ha, no, you're so hot, it must be Aphrodite. <laughs> and so that's what you're thinking of. It was like Sorry. the original meme. Have you guys seen the meme where it's like, haha, ha, no, you're so sexy. <laughs> that's like what it was. Um, are there any other good things? I have to point out one. Oh. Under Z, it says zodiac sign, and she said, I don't remember. That is not the Skylar I know. <laughs> I thought you were going to point out the one above it where it says, yo-yos are weird. Yeah, I'm offended. <laughs> I love yo-yos. I should have planned a bit where I have a yo-yo. I'm like, yo-yos are weird. Check this out. But I didn't. So I'm so sorry. glad you did. <laughs> Kyle was out of town on Friday. And where he was, he saw a booth that was, like, selling yo-yos. And he literally, like, texted pictures to the group and was like, Sierra, do you want these? Like, they're so sick. I like, love yo-yos. You guys are weird. They're so fun. Oh, my gosh. Also, that picture up there is oh, just so, so good. We can take this off the screen. I think <laughs> enough now. So um, after our first parlays into social media, which clearly were not very successful, <laughs> um, we, I think we're both pretty big into watching YouTube growing up. Yes. So like I, when I was like 13, every Wednesday, me and my friends would be like new Jenna Marbles video, mm -hmm. like so into it. Like we had certain, we, I wasn't really someone who watched a lot of like YouTubers, yeah. but I watched a lot of the like old videos that everyone had seen. I'd watch like me and Cat and like uh, Harry Potter Puppet Pals and Salad Fingers and Charlie the Unicorn and we'd have sleepovers and be like, oh, you have to watch this one. Sierra still references these things and I wasn't into that stuff at the time. I was very into like Zoella, Tyler Oakley, like all of those YouTubers. And so Sierra all the time will be like, you know, and Charlie the Unicorn went this that, and the other. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> It was a wild time. I remember I went to Tyler Oakley's slumber party tour. Oh, yeah. Way back in the day. I forgot I, that you did. Wow, I feel like Corey Cool. This is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who are some of your guys' favorite YouTubers? Yeah, who does everyone watch? Well, like, did someone say Fred? <laughs> oh, my gosh, I remember Fred. <laughs> Doesn't Fred still make videos? Yeah, but, but he's, he's not Fred anymore. He's like Lucas Cruikshank. Yeah, he's. Right? I actually, his videos are really funny. He's rebranded. Yeah, he did one about the Cheetah Girls, and I was oh, like, I stan. Like, that was also, great. Sierra, like, only watches YouTubers who make very niche videos. Like, I was really trying to convince her to watch High School Musical, the series on Disney+. Plus. Have any of you watched it? It is so good. And she, like, loves High School Musical. I feel like she would love it. And she was like, 
oh, um, well, you know, I'll get around to it. And I finally had to press her, and she's like, it's because I've been watching this YouTuber who makes only High School Musical 2 content, and he's been doing reviews of it. So I feel like I've watched no, it. No, that's uh, 24 Frames of Nick. Is he this didn't another do it. High School Jarvis Musical? Johnson did coverage of uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series, and oh I want to watch him watch it before I watch it. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So talking about old school YouTube, it's only fair that we bring up that when Sierra started her channel, I also decided to, I also decided to start a channel. Um, one of my other best friends is here and she didn't even know this. This is how hidden it is for the world. Um, I was able to find some of my first thumbnails and they're really bad. And so Sierra has also brought some of her thumbnails yes. to show you guys. So at least yours, these are just your first thumbnails and they were way better than mine. Mine are like so bad. Mine are like out of focus. I'm like, what text is this? How did I make this? So let's pull, let's pull some of our first thumbnails up. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. Do we have them? <laughs> well, so what, again with Skylar and her channel, we've, I don't think I've ever talked about that we you started a YouTube channel. So how long did you have your channel? Uh, maybe a month. I'm someone who I like, I need to be good at something right away. My family's probably up in the balcony, like shaking their heads. Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows me as like, I'm a quitter, but I'm just a quitter <laughs> if I'm not good at something. That's why like, I, I feel like I've tried every sport and I just like quit immediately because I wasn't talented at it. And so I felt like with YouTube, I was like, man, I'm only getting like five views and I'm putting all this time in. And so I, oh my God. Oh gosh. <laughs> So here are our about me videos. So I think what ended up happening is I started a channel and then like a week later, I was like, Skylar, you should start a YouTube channel and then we can collab. And she was like, okay. So then she started a channel and then I think after like two weeks, she was like, yeah, I don't really want to do this. But I like, you can even tell, I feel like we're both cringy for different reasons. Well, what, I what feel text like we both is that? I use like aesthetics. three different text fonts. I just love it. I love that we both had about me videos too. Because everyone definitely wanted to know about us, our five viewers. Yeah, that was really <laughs> great marketing. Yeah. Uh, do we want to pull up the next yeah, one? Yeah, can we see the next one? We can roast ourselves some more. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. There oh. we go. Okay. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So Skylar's thumbnail is my favorite thing. Because it actually was a good video. Like, she actually gave a lot of really, you gave some good information, helped some other people. I just, I like that this is still very on brand. <laughs> like I, still I just it. love the frowning with the thumbs down. That's like what everyone did in the day. Like, it's this true. is when Shane Dawson had, like, his yellow backdrops and everything was like, oh, or, like, people just had crazy faces. So I mine, <laughs> as you can see, it's there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on there. I think I was of the idea is like more is always better, which is not the case. Um, it's out of focus completely. I did not know how to focus my camera. I wanted Q&A and plus giveaway. What was I giving away? I wanted them to <laughs> pop a little bit more, but I didn't know how to like put a text box. So I just drew with yellow, which looks really bad, <laughs> objectively. Also, this Q&A is all over the place. There's no theme. Embarrassing moments, boyfriend, shout out to Steven, uh, confidence and more. Hey, confidence hey. is somewhat on brand. 
<laughs> I just want to know who was asking you the questions. I remember, do you, we didn't even talk about, did you guys ever have like ask, was it like ask FM? <gasps> or oh, like form spring? <coughs> oh my gosh, that was another deep rabbit hole. Yeah, I think that my mom actually told me after, there was like a whole drama where like people would write really mean things about it when I was like 14 on my little wall. And I like, my mom told me, she was like, you are not allowed to have Ask yeah. FM. Like this, I am pulling the plug. This is nothing but bad. So I guess the question is, did you guys ever ask yourselves questions? <laughs> <laughs> I remember asking myself questions about boys being like, haha, I really think that Garrett likes you. He's been looking at you in math <laughs> class. And I'd be like, I don't think so. <laughs> I've never noticed. <laughs> oh my But then gosh. you would try to type it like it wasn't you. Because oh, yeah. So you'd like. You would type in like a weird, like I remember doing like half in caps, half yeah. not. No half. one types like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so funny. We were going through, or I was going through my old Facebook, and Truth Is Is also <gasps> used to be a thing. Do you guys remember those? And most of them were like, Truth Is, like, you're so silly. Truth Is, whatever. Someone wrote online. I almost put a screenshot. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> They're all, Truth Is. I never liked you. And then, and then I Tyler commented. I responded with a sad face and she said, sorry. <laughs> I was all, oh my gosh. No wonder I used to like watch cyberbully in my room and like cry my eyes <laughs> out. The internet used to, I mean it's still a dark place, yeah. but it used, it used to be wild worst. Do you remember it was after Truth Is? Do you guys remember why what's up? It would be like Skylar, no. the girl with the blonde hair, the girl who's nice to everyone, the girl who makes me laugh till I cry. Yeah, I know her. Why? What's up? That sounds much nicer. I guess you could still make you that mean, though. <laughs> I won't give an example, but you can I know. imagine. Let me pull out these tissues. <laughs> oh my um, gosh, do we want to bring up our next yeah, one? Yeah, I think we have the next like ones. two more. Oh gosh. <laughs> so as so you can bad. see, we were both going for a specific demographic. This is us trying to be very relatable. Yeah. This is like when like all the beauty girls were doing like back to school hacks, even if they were like 24. <laughs> um, this and so, was like 2015. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like the saturation's a lot. I feel like for me, the Portlandia like put a bird on it's a lot. <laughs> it was really just. You're so quirky. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I and the, the Mickey Mouse ears. Wow, I'm you're <laughs> redefining normal so out there. I'm sure I like quoted Walt Disney and was like, like Walt Disney said, <laughs> this, that, and the other. Oh my gosh. I like yours actually as professional though. Did Ruben film that video? No, my dad did. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, so okay, Ruben's here, but this so is Wes. I started my channel in April of 2015. And then when back to school videos were happening, I was watching all of the like, Sierra Furtado, Alicia yeah. Marie, My Life is Ava, like beautiful sweeping shots on the glide cam, like, and they would be like inside a school set. And I was like, how am I gonna keep up with this? I have like a thousand subscribers. And my dad was like, I can let you into the lab where I work and you can film there and act like it's a school. So my- Wes, do you wanna work for us? <laughs> It sounds like you got the hookups. You're all, I can be the videographer. Yep. I can be the location scout. <laughs> so I brought my tripod and my dad came after work and like pressed record while I would like sit there and like scribble in my notebook and then be like, mm -hmm. Aww, scribble, scribble. That's so sweet. I didn't know that story. Yeah. Shout out to Big Time Wes. Woo woo. 
<laughs> Did any of you guys see him in the I wore my dad's clothes for a week video? <laughs> Isn't he the best? He's so funny. We oh my gosh. Him. Do you want to do the next, next slide? One? And then I think we're done with humiliating ourselves. <laughs> oh, no. That will continue <laughs> forever. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is really bad. So this was baby's first clickbait. <laughs> I put dumped on Valentine's Day. And I think I was trying to look like I was crying, but it kind of looks like I just like threw up a little bit in my hand. <laughs> I just, I feel like this was us being like, okay, the about me's aren't working. The Q&A, like people don't care necessarily about these people who they don't know. So let's like put ourselves in a vertical really hard. <laughs> so obviously I went the DIY route and Sierra went to the story time route. Um, fun fact with this one, my, I think it was my dad who's up there, he came into my room after I made this like DIY hat lamp and I hadn't fireproofed anything. So I was just putting a light bulb in a cloth hat and it wasn't like an LED light bulb, it was like a trendy filament light bulb that got very hot. And he was like, this is going to catch on fire. Like, what is your YouTube career costing us? Like, You're like, Eric, I need the views. We can sacrifice. Also, I can't with just like how saturated and I know. Oh, that was my first lot. apartment too. Aww. That was like, I think it was 400 square feet. And I had a tripod and a light that took up like literally half of our living room. And Steven was like, mm -hmm. I support you, but this is kind of a lot to also, be in this apartment. I remember you didn't have AC at that apartment. Oh and so you would have all of your lights on and you would call me and be like, hey, can you come down and can we hang out in the freezer section of Ralph's for a little bit? I <laughs> would literally would, like, go sit in the freezer section of Ralph's down the street and just like try to de-sweat my face and be like, all right, time to go back and film my clickbait about being dumped on Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> And then I think on the next slide, we have that same video. Oh, yeah. Some, some more insight into so it. So here's my tags. When I saw this, I was like, what, what was I trying to do with these tags? So the tags are beauty, facts, girl, hair, clothes, DIY, how to, Tumblr, natural, about me, do it yourself, hobby. Like what <laughs> is do it yourself about this video? Like I guess you set it up I yourself. I filmed it myself. <laughs> I did it myself. You're all, this is my hobby, tagging hobby. <laughs> but then I put no description. So I just had a bunch of tags that meant absolutely nothing. Why did you put products? Like, who goes on YouTube and is like, products. products. Like you can tell I had a very strong understanding of the YouTube algorithm. Oh, my I'm gosh. sure everyone found my video, my channel through this video. Uh, I think we can have. Can you see the next one? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I, this one I had to screenshot because this is the I was dumped on Valentine's Day. As you can see, it was posted February 11th of 2016. But your girl had her branding down. As you can see, my Instagram and Twitter handle is still the same. So somehow, I have been able to keep the branding consistent. So if someone found this video, I think this one's public. Some of my older ones are private. It would still be the same. Is this one still public? I think it might be. That is so funny. Oh my gosh. Also, this was back in the day of like when your primary, I guess around this time you were starting to build a bigger audience, but you definitely would like post all these on Facebook yeah. and it was like a lot of family and friends watching. So I remember you made so many disclaimers in the video. You're all, I really hope this guy is doing really well <laughs> if you're watching. <laughs> just because you were like, you never know. Yeah. I didn't want him to find it and like be offended. And now I'm like, I'm just going to air all my dirty laundry on the internet. <laughs> it's fine. It'll work out. <laughs> So do we want to talk about how you got from 
making these kind of clickbaity videos in your room to deciding like that you want this to be your career? Yeah, it was kind of a weird thing because so when I started, as I said, I was in college. Um, I was working as a birthday party princess. I would do um, Anna and Rapunzel. And um, I also briefly worked at a tanning salon. So your girl was trying a lot I of different things. I thought you just did orientation there. Yeah, that's why I said briefly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to I did orientation, worked a day, and then I was like, okay, bye. I was like, are you really lying about how long you worked at a tanning salon right now? I like said <laughs> briefly. It was very brief. It was very brief. I was, uh, I taught vocal lessons for a little while. I was, um, I did a little bit of ref soccer refereeing on the side. I was doing a lot of different things. And then um, I feel like, as you guys saw by some of those old thumbnails, I was really just trying to kind of find my footing. So I was, I would look at, I'm like, okay, what do girls do on YouTube? Okay, Bethany Moda does like makeup and hair. I guess I should do that. And as you can tell by some of these early thumbnails and videos, I was awful at makeup. I've never been good at makeup. Definitely was not the right foothold for me. So I'm like, all right, I'll try something else. So I kept trying all these little different things and then um, I made a fashion video and I was a little bit nervous about posting it because I was mid-size and I was like, I don't want people to comment things like, you know, oh, well, you don't look like any of the other girls who are doing fashion. And I hadn't, I really hadn't discovered body positivity at all, like at all. So I decided, I was like, how can I title this video so that people aren't going to like compare me? So I was like, I know, I'll call it a curvy lookbook. So I called it like curvy lookbook for summer. And that was like my first video that got over 5,000 views. And I was like freaking out. And the views were cool, but the coolest thing was the comments. There were so many comments that were like, and by so many, I mean like 10, but to me it was a lot. Um, there were so many that were like, hey, I've never seen someone make outfits that would actually work for my body. You know, I, I see all these cool outfits on, on Pinterest and Tumblr and YouTube, but they don't flatter my figure. And yeah. the ones that you recommended do. And I was like, that's really freaking cool. Um, maybe I will do more of that. And so I would sprinkle in a few fashion videos here and there, but it was never like, I was never like, I am now a fashion YouTuber. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Until um, I got chosen for a program when I had, I think about 30,000 subscribers called YouTube Next Up, which was basically YouTube taking channels that had under 100,000 subscribers and putting us in like a YouTube boot camp. And I think we have the Facebook post that Steven made the day that I went to Next Up. Um, but it was like my first validation. It was like the first time I was like, oh, wow, like this could be something like someone believes in me, like someone thinks that my channel is cool at YouTube. Um, <laughs> so this is Steven's post. He took it as I was driving up to L.A. And um, I was really excited to just be around other people who made YouTube videos because I had never met another person who made YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. um, I had seen a lot of people, you know, online, but I hadn't been part of the community. And I went to this workshop and not only did I get to meet a lot of people and get that validation but I learned so much yeah. and the people at YouTube Next Up were the first people to kind of be like so your fashion videos do really well and you said you're really passionate about it so have you thought about making more of those and I was like huh no I hadn't maybe I'll do that and that's when I really started like leaning into fashion content and I went back home and I kind of had this like fire of like I feel so passionate about because I had fun making DIYs I had fun doing story times but I wasn't passionate about it mm -hmm. and actually seeing people who were like being affected by my fashion videos was that's something I was like I'm passionate about this I want to do this more I want to stay up all night editing if I have to and I feel like I found my people 
Um, was there anyone who was there in like those early days of like, my hauls and my do's and don'ts and those kind of videos? Yeah? That is crazy. That's something I didn't even know until like a couple weeks ago when we were talking about all this is because Sierra discovered body positivity super publicly. Because yeah. like she said, she just titled that first video like a curvy lookbook, kind of like out of, would you say fear? Yeah, absolutely. Of like she didn't want to be scrutinized or told like you shouldn't be making a lookbook. So she just kind of did it as like almost a defensive thing. Absolutely. Um, And so it... It was so interesting hearing, is my mic, am I, do I have a hair in it or something? <laughs> no, you're good. There go. Um, it was so interesting talking to her about it because I didn't realize her first video that ever went viral was a curvy do's and don'ts video. And now looking back at it, both of us realized like there shouldn't be curvy do's and don'ts. No. Like the whole point of her channel now is to say, there, there are no do's and don'ts. And so it's really interesting looking back at some of those earlier videos, and I think you even have privated some of them, yeah. of being like, no, there isn't a specific way to dress a curvy body type. Like, yeah. you can dress however you want to dress. And at the time, you know, like I said, I we were talking in that question in uh, the Q&A before the podcast recording um, where someone was like, how do you meet someone where they're at on their body positive journey? And I, at that time, was very much at the beginning of my journey, and I thought in my brain back then, it was like, I'm saying like, here are the things that do make me confident and the things that don't. Yeah. And so here's, if you also feel the way I do and you're you know, self-conscious about your stomach or your thighs, here are some do's and don'ts to flatter your figure. And so at the time I was like, oh, like this is good. Like this is making people confident. And I look back on that and I'm like, I would never make a video like that now. And yeah. it's, it's me trying to be body positive, but I don't think at the time I even knew the word body positive. I think I just said confident. I mean, it really is a new idea. Yeah. Of, I feel like in the last couple of years, we've seen so many amazing creators, a lot of whom are like here today, which is really exciting. I feel like that's a big thing with YouTube Next Step too, is I feel like that, that really showed you for the first time that people on YouTube are nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like some of our best friends are people that we've met through YouTube and like through collaborations, through workshops. And I do feel like it's hard when you're like first starting out and it's just you in your room and yeah. all you see are the comments and you're not actually getting to interact with other creators. And it was, I feel like that was a really cool thing too. You walked away and were like, everyone's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> like Everyone's so passionate about what they're doing. And I don't know. I feel like a big thing for me too was like meeting my first viewer. I remember it so clearly. I was um, working at a theater in my hometown and I was leaving rehearsal and I stopped at Sonic to get a slushie and the girl in dr the drive through window was like, I think I know you from somewhere. And I was like, oh, probably I like do theater around here and stuff. And she was like, do you make YouTube videos? And I was like, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> why? And she was like, oh, I love your videos. Like, mm -hmm. they're really, really fun. You know, keep doing it. I really like mm -hmm. watching them. And I was like, what? Like someone who's not my mom or my dad or Skylar <laughs> is watching my videos and like said something to me about how it's made their day more positive. And I was like, that was the coolest thing. And, and that's why like any chance I get to meet the people who watch my videos, I still, it sounds cheesy. I still feel the same way every time I meet someone that I do with that first subscriber where I'm like, oh my gosh, like you watch the stuff that I make and, and we have so much in common and like I it's just such a cool thing but there's definitely a little bit of regret in some of those older videos and I I struggle with which ones I should keep up and which ones I should private and I think where I kind of draw the line is like if 
I like to keep some of them up because it shows my growth. I'm not trying to sit here and say like, I've been body positive since 2015 because I definitely haven't. Um, but also I don't want to keep anything up that's going to harm someone who could find it now. So yeah. I try to draw that line where I'm like, what can I keep up that like shows my growth as a person and can hopefully show other people like, hey, if you started here, you can learn to love yourself more too, but also that isn't going to like harm anyone, you know? Yeah, well, and also you were never body negative. Like I think that what you were doing at the time, like in 2015, was kind of as close to body positivity as we had. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there are amazing creators who have been around forever that yeah. have been doing it. But I think that that was like a step in the right direction. It's just now looking at it through this 2019, almost 2020 lens where yeah. you're like, oh, but there shouldn't be do's and don'ts. There shouldn't be yeah. anything different. And sometimes that. I'll get comments that are like on those old videos. And that's when I'm like, oh, should I private this? That's like, wow, like there shouldn't be do's and don'ts. And I want to comment back and be like, yes, I disagree with this girl from 2016 too. <laughs> like she's so wrong and she has so much growth to do. But I think that's what's so cool about the internet is that like sometimes it can be cringy with like our old posts and stuff, our old MySpace, our old Facebook, but it shows the growth of like who we've become. And I used to have the philosophy of like, I don't private videos or delete videos because at some point in time I was proud of this. Like at one point I like watched this final video and was like, perfect <laughs> like chef's kiss yes <laughs> this 15 facts about me amazing hand <laughs> over the streamy fantastic um but in reality I was at that point like proud of this and I would call Steven in from the other room look at the video I just finished and so I do like to keep some of those old videos up some of them I private for cringe sake some of them I private for safety sake because sometimes I when I had you know a thousand subscribers I would like show my address or like show the outside of my house and I'm like yeah probably should not do that um and then some of them I take down because I'm like I don't want this to affect anyone negatively on their body positive journey well and so then at that time you were starting off with like tutorial based yes. fashion yes. so it was very much like here's a fall lookbook yep. like here are some ideas of how you can dress if this is your body type or if it's not your body type but it was that very like mid-2000s kind of style. Yeah. And over the last, what would you say, two years, year, yeah. you've kind of transitioned into like experimental content. Yeah, I feel like I made, a, you and I both, at the beginning of this year, at the beginning of 2019, made like a conscious decision to like, I mean, I, I believe that body positivity is for everybody. I believe that body positivity is for like thin girls, thick girls, plus size girls, fat girls, like everything. I think everyone should feel positive about their body and we kind of made the decision and guys too and guys too <laughs> shout out to the 40 year old dads who need fashion inspiration Woo! Eric um, <laughs> but I think we decided to make this conscious decision to like let's make still content for curvy girls still con content for plus size girls but let's also try to do it in a way that could be enjoyable for other people too well and I think too that's that's not who you are right. as a person like yes you are curvy but you're Sierra and Sierra is all of these other things mm -hmm. and so I think really nailing yourself down is like this is who I am like your body isn't who you are and I think it's a lot more retweet, <laughs> retweet. um I think that's a lot more interesting to come at things and just also have that perspective of whether that's like ordering stuff from Amazon or dressing like Kim Kardashian or whatever and then also knowing that like I am a size 12 and so this is my perspective on that being that person. 
it's th the content isn't just centered around it. And I think lately, again, probably over the past year and a half, I think I've really embraced the things that make me weird. I think at the beginning of YouTube in 2015, 2016, there was this very big push of like, everything has to be Tumblr and perfect and polished and, yeah. and you smile and pose at the camera. And I think over the past like two years, I've kind of let that curtain down a little bit and been like, yeah, I can make weird faces and weird jokes and weird dances and maybe someone else will look at that and be like, yeah, I'm weird like that too. And I think that's also helped me to be the truest form of myself. And I feel like to me, that's the best compliment is when I meet a viewer and they're like, oh my gosh, you're the, literally the same as you are in the videos. Because I feel like I'm, I want it to be that when I press record and when I press stop, there's no change in who I am. There's no change in the way that I talk or the weird jokes that I make. Like, I just want you guys to see me. And if you like it, great. And if you don't, that's okay too. How very MySpace of you. <laughs> if, 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 if you I like, don't like me, you, there's a reason. There's a reason. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but shortly after that first video that went viral, the do's and don'ts, is when I hit 100,000. So I went from 30,000 to 100,000 subscribers in like four days, which was like the craziest four days of my life. Because I was still working my day job. So I was sitting in this office at the vocal studio I worked for, like with my work open in one tab and my social blade open in the other, like checking it, being like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm at 98,000. And then when I hit it, I actually was out of town. And we have a photo, again, that Steven posted. Um, <laughs> so I was up in San Francisco and he sent me this photo of the dogs with two little thought bubbles. One of them says, I'm so proud of you. And then Bruiser says, congrats on 100K, Sierra. <laughs> so Steven really has been like, I mean, aside from you and, and my parents, like the, the most supportive person. And, yeah. and he knew, well, he, he knew that when I started my channel, like that didn't necessarily mean that anything was going to come from it, but he always treated it like it did. And yeah. I, I really, and you did too. And I mm. appreciated that so much that like, and I, I, I know a lot of people feel this way. They're like, oh, what if I start a YouTube channel and like people make fun of me? Or like, what if, you know, yeah. filming in public is awkward. And Skylar and, and Steven always made this like very purposeful, like, oh, Sierra's vlogging. Like, she's got it. Like, come yeah. on, Sierra, you can do it. And so it was really cool to have, like, that support. There have been so many times, like, back when Sierra first started her vlog channel of where we'd be out with, like, friends and family, and Sierra would be, like, kind of shyly doing it in a corner, and someone would, like, start making fun of her, and I'd be like, hey, cut that out. <laughs> like, she's making something special. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like I've always kind of been, like, your, like, content police. Which was, <laughs> <laughs> which was so cool when you actually started working on the channel yeah because so t 2016 is when that first video went viral mm -hmm. and then in early 2017 is when sky or no late 2017 like fall i think because he worked so. on a fall lookbook yeah i was like my channel was starting to actually become like a business well not really but it was kind of getting to that point and i was like i kind of feel like i need to hire an assistant someone who can like help me film someone who can like help me with video ideas and, and planning everything and Skylar texted me and was like, hey, I don't know if this is weird, but like, I saw that you posted that you might hire an assistant and like, I'd be down. And I was like, really? But also at this point, I was living up in LA because yeah. I was doing like freelance theatrical design, stage management, all the things. And so I was like, hey, so I really want to help you. And I'm a really big fan. And like, as your friend, I want to be this person, but also I can't help you like with your laundry. <laughs> like, like, I can't be like a traditional assistant, you but can't I can run come, errands. And yeah, but I can come like label costumes. I can come do basically like all of the theater things that I know how to do 
and all the production things I know how to do on your channel. And so it started off with just helping you, like, Halloween used to be the craziest. Where we'd Was be anyone like, around when I would do, like, 50 Halloween costume ideas? <laughs> like, that was so much work. And then I would have the costume on screen for, like, three seconds. <laughs> well, and then you would make, like, four Halloween videos. Yeah. So it would be, like, one would be 50, and then one would be 25, and then one would be 100. Yeah. And so we would just have, like, all of these costumes. And so it was nutso. And so I came on to help kind of around those busier times. And then I think it was when you were at Clamor. Yeah. When you called me. Yeah. So Skylar had been, like, kind of helping here and there, like, if I had a big shoot. And then I was at this YouTube convention and they were like talking about hiring and how to hire on your channel as it's growing. And I was like, man, I really feel like I need to, you know, find someone. I'm not sure where to find them. And they said this thing in this like conference room with all these businessy people. And they were like, the hardest thing as a YouTuber is finding someone to help with your channel who understands you and your content and YouTube as a whole. And when you find that person, hang on to them and don't let them go. And I was sitting next to my friend Hannah Witten, if any of you guys watch her content, she's an amazing creator. And she turns to me in her little British accent, which I'm gonna butcher horribly. She's like, I don't know where I'm going to find someone that well. That's going, that sounds great, but where would I find someone like that? And I turned to her and I'm like, I need to make a call real quick. <laughs> and I go out in the hallway and I called Skylar and I was like, let's find a way to have you work on my channel more because no one understands me yeah. or my content more than you do. And that's when she really came on and was like kind of in the trenches with me. Well, so because you had hired an assistant I had, to yeah. do like assistant work. Sorry, I'm like fanning my microphone. <laughs> I'm, I'm very out of breath. I'm very pregnant. <laughs> um, and so you had hired an assistant. And so you had talked to me and you were like, I don't think you would be an assistant. I think right. you would be like a producer. Like but that was that. We didn't know what word to call it. And it kind of sounded slimy. It, I mean, it still kind of sounds slimy. Kind of like, sounded like you were like my pimp. Like yeah. My producer. Like, oh, hello. <laughs> I'm her producer. And, but that's what we went with. I'm still her producer. And it, it was like such an interesting time of us figuring out like what that meant for us and what I was good at, what I wasn't so good at what you really needed yeah and so we've just grown from there and then it was like I I think uh, so I hired you in 2017 mm -hmm. and then in from about a hundred thousand to about four hundred thousand was like a slow grind it was like two and a half years of Skylar working on the channel me and her just like every week cranking out videos okay how can we do this how can we do that um, going to all of these like classes and stuff and just really trying to learn as much as we could to like make good content. And I was still up in LA at this point. Yeah. So this was a lot of like driving back and forth and a lot of Skype calls. Yeah. And then in last November, so about a year ago, I um, made a video, I made two videos that like went super viral. One was a brutally honest review of Emma Chamberlain's merch line. And that one went pretty viral. And then one after that, like, blew up as well. And that was the trying size 12 jeans at 12 stores. And um, that took me from, like, 300,000 to 500,000 in, like, a month. And that was, like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? Like, this is so crazy. And then it was, like, super, like, crazy how much the channel's grown from then until now, being at a million, is actually so wild. Like, that we were able yeah. to do that in 12 months. And I'm... It's, it's amazing to meet so many of you guys who have been with my channel since like 50,000, 100,000. And then some of you guys who found it like six months ago or three months ago or a year ago. And it's just so cool to see this like little 
family on the internet grow and grow and grow and I relate so much to the people who watch my videos and I think something I don't talk about enough is that like you guys have helped me love my body and you guys have helped me be more body positive and just being in that community and reading comments and reading dms and watching other body positive youtubers has Mm -hmm. like changed my life and and I used to spend so much time even at the beginning of my youtube channel like obsessing over the way I looked and worrying and just wishing that I looked a different way so that I you know oh if I was thinner I could do this or oh once I lose this amount of weight I can do that and once I freed up my headspace and stop and took all that that negativity away I had all this creative energy to make something that I was proud of and that I didn't feel like I had to wait to lose weight to do and that was like super freeing and so it's been great for my channel and it's also just been great for my personal life. Well, and around that time, too, is when, because Kyle and I moved down here in January, which is very exciting. I can't believe it's almost a year. Um, but so kind of around that November-ish time is when we also started working on more big picture projects. Yeah, like recreating of- celebrity photos. We have Tony, the photographer here. Woo! And we Stephanie, also Stephanie, the makeup artist, is also here. Ruben and Irwin are running around. Yeah, Ruben and Irwin have I been filming. Ruben's right there. Um, Rachel, <laughs> our editor, is also here. And, and Rachel was actually around that, I guess, a little bit before recreating celebrity photos, there was confidence, confidence makeover, makeover, which is like still one of my favorite things we've ever done on the channel. Rachel actually came on to confidence makeover, like as, as a, a fan. fan. And then we were like, hey, but you also are super talented and like want to do some editing work for us. <laughs> and now how long has Rachel been with us? It's been like what, Rachel, like 10 months? Since March. That's so awesome. That's wild. And, and again, it's just a case of like, you guys are so awesome. So I feel like half the time when we meet you, we're like, how can we hang out again? Yeah. <laughs> like, how can we have more of you? And so I feel like that was that was a really cool time. Cause that's also when we launched the Curvy Crew. Yeah. Which was so cool. That was like Sarah's first merchandise ever. Which I, I wasn't planning on doing this, but I want to workshop something since I have you guys here. Ooh. So we have thought about changing the name of the Curvy Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe doing something like just calling it unfiltered, maybe calling it something else. What do you guys think? Um, cheer first if you want it to stay Curvy Crew. Okay, <laughs> cheer first if you like, cheer now if you like the idea of unfiltered or something else. Okay. I think that decides it. Well, I think, uh, not to get too into it, but I think that when we first start, like when we came up with the Curvy Crew, the content was still geared towards curvy women. Like even if you looked at like our demographic, it was like 99% women, <laughs> like between the ages of 18 to 24. Yeah. And all the comments were like, I never see this kind of representation for like mid-sized bodies. I relate so much. And so we wanted to create a community of people who felt like they could come together. And even like in our promotional shoot, we had models from sizes small to 3X. like all modeling and the idea was always that it was for everybody but it was called the curvy crew because we wanted to create kind of like a safe space on the internet for people who felt like they weren't represented Mm -hmm. but now like we were talking about earlier with our content kind of shifting and becoming more inclusive and kind of like how we're talking about always trying to better ourselves and always be on the journey we we've been having a lot of talks recently about like is the curvy crew inclusive? Yeah. <laughs> like, like we want like all the time the boys will joke and be like, we want something that's not cropped. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like 
I feel like that decides it. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm someone who, I don't even really use the word curvy to describe me anymore, but there was a time where, like, to me, that was the most empowering word about my body, and I know some women feel the same way, but some people don't like to refer to their body as curvy. Some yeah. people like other words, and so I think maybe doing something, like, unfiltered that's a little bit more umbrella um, might be cool. So maybe we'll do a rebrand in, like, January. We'll start working Ooh. on it. You guys got the tea. You guys got the <laughs> podcast exclusive. Um, but one thing I want to talk about, mm -hmm. I get so many questions about kind of the, what it's like to hit a million subscribers and to have that platform. And there are a lot of pros and cons to being a bigger channel. And for any of you guys who have smaller YouTube channels who have thought about that, um, there are definitely so many benefits to having a smaller channel. And so we're just going to run through some pros and cons. Um, so some of the harder things about my channel growing have been, um, it's harder to communicate with you guys. There was a time when I could read every comment. I could respond. I used to know people like by name who would like watch my early videos. I know one of them is here, Shelby. Hey, where's Shelby? Woo, where is I she? see you. Oh, okay, yay, hi Shelby. <laughs> and like Shelby was one of my earliest viewers and so I could like DM her and respond back all the time. And I wish I could do that now, but it's yeah. just so much, I, it's not physically possible. And yeah. so that's why it's great to have things like this where I'm like, I get to have time to meet each of you guys. So it is harder to like communicate and, and respond to all those comments. Um, it's sometimes harder, like taking it from a creative outlet to a business. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that I actually forgot to show that we'll show right now is a clip from my first ever YouTube video. And when I started my channel, it was very much just a creative outlet. And so going from that to then now it's like, we have people that work on the channel and, and there's people that are expecting a video and I feel like you know we're working with brands and it can sometimes be hard to remember that like at the end of the day, this is still just my creative outlet. Yeah, I mean, you really went from being like, an actor who just wanted like a place to act and like a place to voice your feelings and like answer Q and A's to being like an entrepreneur. And I mean, we have like a whole team of people and it's so awesome too. Cause I feel like it's, it's so cool as our team grows and grows because each person we bring on is so special and so talented in your, their own way. Like you talked about some of the people that are up there that work on uh, recreating celebrity photos, but I just feel like we get to work with the most like talented, uplifting people. So shout out to all of you guys who are in the audience and backstage. Um, can we get that clip for my first video? Oh, okay, there we go. Hey guys, my name is Sierra Schultz and this is my YouTube channel. So I've had this channel for a long time, but I've only been posting videos of my performing and singing and dancing and that kind of stuff. That is not what I'm going to be doing anymore. I am totally revamping my channel and this is it. Here marks video one of my YouTube adventure, but I'm going to do all kinds of different stuff. Um, and I'm just gonna have fun with it. And I'm just really excited to start this whole new journey. So thank you for watching. Please subscribe, hit the thumbs up button if you liked it, and I'll see you next Friday. Look at the beacon, huh? <laughs> so that was my first ever YouTube video, and that 19-year-old girl filming in her living room definitely did not ever expect any of this to come from it. Well, I think what you said that I didn't catch before when we had watched that clip is you were like, I'm just gonna have fun with it. <laughs> and so I feel like that's constantly what we're trying to circle back to of even recently we've gone down to only one promised upload a week. That's Sometimes like a, two. 
It's like a very new thing in the last, what, week or two? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that is like, we want to have fun with it. We want to be inspired when we're making videos. We never, ever, I mean, obviously it's a job and we work full time, but we want it to be like content is pouring out of us, yeah. you know? And I think that, I think that that's so cool to watch that and, and see that that's always been your intention. Which kind of brings me to my list of pros. One of which is growing, when you have a bigger channel, you have more freedom to experiment and you learn a lot more to not look at the views. Mm -hmm. I used to feel like I have to do content that's like on trend. I have to do back to school. I have to do this. I have to do that. And now I'm like, people are going to click and watch my dumb face no matter what I do. Like, cool. I can, I have a video idea that I'm so excited about where I am going to wear Heelys for a week as a 23 year old <laughs> woman. I think it's fantastic. This but like. We literally were like in an airport bathroom and Sierra walked out and was all, Skylar, I have to tell you something. And I was all, oh my gosh, she's dying. Like something is happening. What is going on? And she was like, I just had the best idea ever. I'm going to wear Heelys for a week. Can you do some ordering? I was all, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll do like glow in the dark Heelys, like character Heelys. Like what kind of Heelys can you wear for a week? But I feel like that's, that's kind yeah. of what you were saying of going back to like, what, when you're in the bathroom at the airport, <laughs> do you want to run out and be like, this is what I want to make? <laughs> and that's the thing is, I think two years ago, I would have been like, that's not going to get any views. So, like, yeah. uh, maybe I shouldn't do it because I was so focused on, like, trying to grow. And then now that I've, I've hit a million, I feel like I can chill out a little bit more. And if I want to make a video where I wear Heelys for a week and not that many people watch it, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. And it kind of gives me that, like, freedom which I think in turn makes my content better yeah. because I think when I'm like I said in that video clip just having fun with it I think that's when my videos are the best I agree um my next pro um explaining what I do to people outside my circle is a lot <laughs> easier now so I have a lot of relatives and family friends here tonight who probably three years ago when I was trying to explain that I started a YouTube channel had no idea what I meant and then now, if they can come to something like this, they're like, oh, this is what Sierra does. <laughs> this makes sense. When I'm doing, you know, a, a brand deal with Calvin Klein, that's something that, like, I can explain to, like, my grandma up there. Hi, grandma. And hey. she'll be like, oh, I, I understand that. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. It's become so much easier for, like, people outside my little curvy crew uh, to understand. I can 100% agree with that. <laughs> I think especially since I'm not the one on the channel, it's even been harder to explain of like, I work, you remember my best friend who like I did theater with when we were like 12? Well, she has a channel on the internet where <laughs> she like wears Halloween costumes and I'm working for her. And so <laughs> I think it was always like a very confusing thing. Um, and also too, I feel like in the beginning of this year, I guess kind of beginning mid this year is when I decided to stop doing theater and like work fully on the channel. And I feel like that was, I was expecting a lot of like, not backlash, but a lot of like surprise from my relatives and friends because that's what I've done since I was like five years old. And everyone got it. 
everyone was like, yeah, what Sierra's doing is super cool, and that makes sense. Yeah. And and so it's just so cool as your channel grows to see that kind of shift, and not only like family and friends, but also just in like random people on the street to be like, I'm a producer for a social media influencer, and she has a million subscribers. <laughs> versus like, I work for my friend who films uh, videos in her does Q and A's. <laughs> Another thing that's been really cool is getting to meet a lot of people I look up to. I mean, we talked about mm -hmm. how we watched so much YouTube growing up. And, like, collabing with Lisa Schwartz was, like, mm -hmm. the coolest thing. When she slid into my DMs, Jocelyn sl slid into my DMs. He's here. Ah. Hey, Jocelyn. Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember, like, watching Clever and seeing Jocelyn. I remember, like, watching Lisa. And, and so many people I've gotten to meet where I'm, like, I grew up watching you. Oh, totally. And now we get to hang out. And this is so cool and so weird. Um, but I think my favorite thing, um, other than meeting you guys, has been getting to work with my best friend. Oh, shit. Um, which <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so um, uncomfortable. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I made a joke about it earlier, but I truly think that 16-year-old us, 13-year-old mm. us would be so proud and I so know. happy. I'm going to cry. <laughs> But Aww. it's been so cool to get to work with you. And then even outside of that, work with Steven and Kyle, too. Because mm -hmm. they, you know, Kyle's link in the description. Um, Kyle's the only person who's not on our team. <laughs> but I think that he feels like he's on our team. <laughs> the other day, I think, was it our last podcast where we did our favorite products? Yes. Kyle literally. I feel you like guys want to come out here? About. Yeah, you guys okay, can just yeah, come, come on out. Here. Yep. Okay. All right. We're all going to squish in together? Yeah, squeeze in. Yeah. This couch looks cute, but it doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it feels nice and cozy. Yeah, I like it. I Here. like that cuddle up with Sierra. Yeah, and not your husband. <laughs> good job so far, girls. Here? <laughs> <laughs> this is just Kyle and Steven feeling very excluded for the next like 20 minutes. Um, but but yeah. what's it been like for you guys to like kind of watch all of this happen? I'm going to pass this one to you first, buddy. <laughs> yeah, wow, what a journey this has been. So I, I went the typical boring uh, school, got my bachelor's degree, worked my little corporate desk job. Um, you are making it up to be a lot less than it is. Yeah. Oh, hey, compared to, compared to what you girls do. You graduated from UCSC with an engineering degree. That's definitely... <laughs> I think that's definitely... You know, it may not be as, like, glamorous on the outside as my job, but I think when we got married, it was very much like... Sierra has her fun little thing, yeah. and Steven, Steven is an engineer. I mean, that's that's how it was. I mean, also so you say you're like little desk job. Don't you guys drink like IPAs and like chill? You're like a fun <laughs> yeah, like, like startup. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, when this all started, it was it was a hobby, and it was like you know what, keeping Sierra busy, and it was, it was really, it, it was it, where we are today is never what I would have imagined what any of this led to. So. Um, a very proud. Um, for those of you who don't know, Sears nominated for a streamy this December, which is absolutely Ooh. insane. Um, you know, and looking back at that uh, next up post that I, my, my, I guess my Facebook is on the picture now. Um, but like, just that was like one of the first moments where I was like, oh wow, like Sierra is doing something really cool here. And that was like 30,000 subscribers, and I thought my wife was like the coolest thing in the world. Um, and just watching that go from year, you know, and this year since last November has been literally like life-changing for us um it's been really cool watching sierra and skyler you know big part of that and just the way these two girls work together has been really neat um 
and it's brought us really close, the four of us up here. So yeah. it's been an absolute journey. I'm so excited. It's kind of scary how it keeps going. It seemed like <laughs> it seemed like last November was like, wow, this is the peak. This is so cool. Like Sierra got like 200,000 subscribers or, you know, something in a couple months. And, you know, we're approaching one billion minutes of watch time on her channel now. And it's just like absolutely insane. And, you know, we're now a... We're now a, an incorporated business in the state of California. <laughs> we very <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Steven um, is also like our go-to like IT guy. <laughs> like finance. Go anything that's like less, not less creative. Anything that's like <laughs> you need to be a little more intelligent. Yeah, on that <laughs> note. <laughs> well, like for planning this, for example, kind of the way the flow went is we would we did this walkthrough of the theater, and I was like, it would be really cool to have a uh, meet and greet over here and Skylar's like all right I need to book these things and then Steven's like okay let me like finance everything figure everything out get the back end going so it's a lot of me being like "Ooh, fun idea and Skylar being like I will figure out how to make it happen and Steven being like I will make sure that everything on the back end is set yeah because in the beginning I was the only thing to do was help being creative filming lots of filming and wow, did we butt heads a lot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think the best thing for our relationship was me hiring Ruben as a videographer. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> your boy has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> um, but but it was, you were always down. That was the cool oh, thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. You would go stand in like a picturesque field and like film me twirling in a sundress. He it just wanted like, to fly the drone around. Oh yeah. Oh, all the music do videos. we want to talk about this drone? Because I have a bone to pick. So, <gasps> when I went to YouTube Next Up, I got a grant to buy some new um, equipment. And I wasn't sure what to buy. And Steven was like, I think it would be really cool if you got a drone and we could do so many cool drone shots in your lookbook. And I was like, great idea. And then we bought it and I think we used it twice. <laughs> Maybe three times, but it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> so Kyle, what has been your perspective on all of You're the only, like, you're not a team member. But oh, it rude. feels like you're, <laughs> no, like you're like a team member, like, oh, let's all put our hands in, like go Wildcats. <laughs> but like, you're not paid. Like, like, you're like, like, you're not on payroll. And so, like, what has it been from your perspective? Yeah, so I um, met them back two, 2015. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and you had already started your channel, and so it was, it was able to see you progress even just from there, but, but also get to know both of you guys just yeah. by watching the videos um and then we've just all just become friends and i've been just so supportive going through this whole thing just and i'm there every video wa like watching it commenting and like i and just it's very sweet but you're also kind of hyping yourself up <laughs> okay i was not there every video. fine you're all, you're all i have been so supportive i have been there i'm very proud of these three people <laughs> you're doing great you're doing great no but i mean even when we were before today before the show started we were setting up in the hallway and one of the uh, employees here at the center um was talking to us and and steven goes yeah and then you know kyle's wife is also the co-host and then uh this is sierra's husband and the guy goes oh so it's really all in the family here <laughs> i was like yeah it really is <laughs> it's true it's so cool i mean Kyle was, or Stephen was Kyle's best man. We were both of each other's maid of honors. Like, we're all genuinely, like, 
the best of friends. Yeah. And so it's so cool and surreal that we all get to like do this together. We were backstage and the boys gave us like little cute commemorative necklaces. And I was like, on oh, the last time we were all backstage together was like our wedding. Like mm -hmm. how I like that nuts. you say our wedding. Well, <laughs> our wedding. But, but it was really our wedding. <laughs> 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 Let's be very clear with the internet. <laughs> the four of us are not married together. Um, I kind of want to start that conspiracy theory. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, and even so bigger picture, Skylar's involvement. So, you know, Skylar helped see her on the back end. Skylar would pop in for some of her videos every now and then. And then the podcast has been really cool to see Skylar so front and center and just, you know, obviously the people love Skylar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so but that is when when we when I we were going to start the podcast, I asked Skylar, I was like, "Hey, I want you to be my co-host, but I I want it to be your choice. I don't ever want you to feel like you have to. Um, because being on the internet, um, you put yourself up for a lot of great things and also some not so great things that come with it. Um, and I was so excited when she said yes, but I tried not to like show it too much because I didn't want you ever to feel pressured like you had to. Well, we had like a lot of different iterations of it. Of originally, it was like, okay, every other week, Sierra will have a guest. And then when she doesn't have a guest, I'll come on. And then we're like, that's kind of weird for me not to be there for the guest because I know all these people and I like all these people and I like, I want to talk to our friends. And, and then it just kind of evolved into it's primarily us just sitting and chatting. Yeah. And I think it is so funny because I still to this day say like I don't want to be an influencer and I know I get comments sometimes they're like well sorry you are <laughs> <laughs> but like I just I'm so happy that the way in which I am kind of an influencer is just like chatting with my friend like I don't have my own YouTube channel my Instagram is mainly just like my cats and like baking and so <laughs> I think it's so cool that like people like listening to us talk like, yeah. I keep looking out and being like, people are listening to this. Wait, <laughs> like, not everyone has left yet? Like, what the heck? My favorite thing is when, and a, a few people said this at the pre-show meet and greet, is when people will come up to me, like, with their sister or their friend, and they'll be like, I'm the Sierra, and she's the Skylar. And Aww. we have, like, our very, you know, we're so different. Wait, that's so cute. I know, right? <laughs> oh it was so cute. Wait, who said that? Give, like, a woo. I want to hear you. Oh, <laughs> over there. Oh. <laughs> That's so cute. And there were oh a lot gosh. of people who would say things, like a lot of people were like, where's Skylar? Because Skylar was not at the pre-show meet and greet. Yeah. And everyone just loves you so much. And like everyone Aww. want, everyone is like over there, she said, people are here just as much for you as they are for me, which is oh. so cool. Okay, well let's, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's circle back to Sierra. <laughs> I'm really bad compliments. <laughs> but so, so circling back to you guys. So from your perspective, for both of you, when did it change from like, okay, Sierra has this channel, it's a fun thing, and like, I was working in theater, he works in like theatrical production, Stephen works his job and for a while wasn't really involved with the channel at all. When did you guys kind of notice like, oh, I think at some point we all might be working for Sierra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, so I distinctly remember the first moment because so Sierra and I started a vlog channel, which, you know, has been pretty neat. Um, <laughs> Um, for me, the first time I was like, wait a second, was, it was I just graduated and I was like, okay, I'm going to buy myself a PS4 because, I don't know, I want a PS4. <laughs> and then Skylar Kyle came over and like, I guess we vlogged it 
I guess we vlog a lot of things. But anyway, Skylar. I guess and we bonded. No, no, no we vlogged. Oh, yeah, yeah we vlogged it. I guess we bonded. And I was it's like, wow, thing. glad that was yeah. really great for you. So, <laughs> so Kyle comes over and I'm like, oh, dude, I bought a PS4. And he's like, oh, I know, I saw your vlog. And I was like, what? <laughs> and it was like in that moment, I realized, like, oh, like, this is going to be a thing. Um, and that was, I don't know, it's kind of it's strange. I'm still. It's fun, funny how I still kind of like pretend there's a line of like, Sierra is the queen, you know, qu thrive my queen. And I'm just going to like, <laughs> I'm going to be back here like tapping on the keyboard like, okay, keep doing your thing. Um, and it's like scary to consider that like, oh, like I'm on this journey with you and you know, I have to buy like a nice suit for the streamies and good lord. And <laughs> I know it was funny. I, rem I distinctly remember it was when you guys were living in one of your old apartments. We like came over and you guys, somehow, like, a hanger was brought up, and Kyle was like, oh, I know. Like, Sierra prefers, like, the velvet hangers, but Steven only <laughs> likes the plastic. And I was like, how do you know this information about our friends? And he was like, it was in a vlog. And I was like, but they don't know that about us. So, like, maybe we have to start doing, like, 20 questions, but, like, just us answer. <laughs> that way it's not, like, weird when we're like, I know your hanger preference. Yeah, yeah and it's been, it's been very interesting because Sierra's, like, you know, bless her heart, she really loves getting out there. She loves people watching her. You know, like, that's, that's her comfortable spot. Uh, that is so far from where I am comfortable. Um, it's been really kind of interesting to see, like, where I've, started all this into where I am now. Um, my parents say that is like the best thing Sierra did for me was kind of getting me out of my little shell. Because um, mm. if it was my way, I would be sitting in my windowless office just clack, 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 clack. <laughs> um, and then now I somehow have a microphone in my hand sitting up here. So that's been really cool. I know. How wild. We, it's, been, it's been really cool to see Steven come out of his shell because he, you know, uh, did any of you guys used to make like YouTube videos with your friends when you were growing up? Like it was very much a thing, yes? <laughs> Steven and his friends used to do that, and he's not in any of them. He's always the one behind the camera. And Same. The, <laughs> the, Kyle's like, can't relate. Um, <laughs> the first uh, vlog, or I think the first video I, that Steven was in, we did like the boyfriend does my makeup tag on my uh, main channel, like a, a couple months into my channel. And Steven's mom texted me, was like, I can't believe you got him on camera. And now look at you. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. We always joke that, like, Stephen and I are the same person and that Sierra and Kyle are the same people. <laughs> it's that energy that I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't think Stephen and I would be at, like, oh, ever in our lives. Um, but it is so, it's so cool to see how all the dynamics work together. Yeah. Oh. Do you guys have any other things you wanted to say? Um, no, we're proud of you guys. Aww. Proud of you. We're so proud of you guys. Aww. It's been awesome. Thank you guys. Um, thank you guys. <laughs> Can we turn the house? Can we get the up? house lights up? I just want to see everyone. I want to see it here. We can walk. Is that creepy? I'm all. I just want to <laughs> see everyone. Let's go stand up. Yeah, it is absolutely blinding. Should we Wizard of Oz skip? Oh, oh yeah. that may not be a good no. idea. No, it's definitely not a good idea. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to end the podcast here. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. Right, thank you.